0: Robin
1: and Nicole
0: um, welcome to our very first podcast of horror pop after midnight uh, this is our very first podcast together so this is more like an introduction so you can get to know us before we do more future episodes and this episode is going to be talking about what got us into horror and pop culture
1: yeah there's you know me being 40 um, I think the first time that I ever thought about it or Or even seen it was actually from my mom and my grandma. I remember, you know, you got down at night and and they would look forward to Dark Shadows. And I remember watching Dark Shadows and recording it on VHS so my grandma and my mom could watch it. And I would sit down and watch it with them. And, of course, I was way young back then. So then it started from there. What about you?
0: So you were watching more of the black and white ones. You're not talking about like the reboots. You mean like the, blo- the right. black and whites from right. the 60s. Right. It was more like a soap opera because during those days, <laughs> it was part of the soap opera afternoon.
1: Yes, and, and back then, I think I was the only person in my family that did not get into soap operas at all. So having Dark Shadows to watch was a really big thing. I could not get into anything like that.
0: How I got into um, horror, um, I was around 12 years old. Um, I grew up in California, so me, and my friend Eric, went to the video store. So we rented the, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I mean, that was my you know favorite movie. That was the movie that got me to horror. Mm-hmm. So we started watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I was just tripping out. I'm, I'm like, what the hell am I watching, man? <laughs> it's like saw like uh, Leatherface running around, chopping people, hitting them with those little you know those little like sledge mallet hammers. You see where they like. Take out cows or pigs or whatever when yeah. you meet meat, and that was the trip. And then from there, I was introduced to the original Phantasm with the tall yep. man.
1: Yeah.
0: And the tall man always freaked me out. And then those little flying spear balls and all that. And then the next movie that got me into horror was the original Halloween. Yeah. Uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis, she was a big scream queen before mm-hmm. everybody knows that. Before she got into big movies, and the one part in Halloween that really freaked me out, it still does today, is. You know, remember how the young Lori's walking down the sidewalk and there's like those hedges right there? Yeah. Where you seem to pause it like this. <laughs> and you up like that. And then when I was younger, used to walk down the neighborhood, hood, I always, would always turn my back he, to see no one's not watching to the hedges.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I remember um, my real dad, he used to sit down and watch scary movies with me. That's one thing I remember about him. And it was Stephen King movies. Stephen King movies were on all the time. Maximum Overdrive I'll tell you what. It scared the shit out of me, but it was the coolest thing ever. And a, lo- a long time ago, I actually was at a car show where they had that truck. That exact replica truck. And I thought it was the craziest thing in the world. I was so excited. And i watch anything Stephen King. Anything.
0: Wow. So you're a big Stephen King fan. So yeah. um, did you also read the novels as well? Yes.
1: A few of them I read them. And you know what? They scared me so much. But I love just sitting down and watching a movie. Theater all the time. I could, if I could get out there all the time, I would, which I miss right now.
0: Yeah, I just went back to the theater recently, Mm -hmm. which felt good. Um, I went and saw The New Mutants.
1: Yep, I haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, um, it starts off really slow, and then it... Towards the you know middle it starts to getting like way better. It's actually pretty good, but I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking. Me. Not we're me. talking about horror. I mean, there's some horror aspects in the mm-hmm. New Mutants too. They yeah. add to it, but you know, of course, it's a you know, a New Mutants you know mm-hmm. movie, yeah. so it's pretty good. And it just felt weird sitting in the movie theater. You know, there was probably like maybe like ten of us in the theater.
1: You guys all spread
0: out. Yeah, um, I had like six chairs on my left all empty and there was like a couple sitting way towards the end and then there was two chairs separated on my other side with another person and he just had a heavy breathing problem for some reason. I don't know what it <laughs> is or what and I was trying to watch a movie mm-hmm. and I wanted to go and just hit him in the head. It's like, you know, that's why I like going to movies by myself because yeah. you know how people like nitpick or it's like, shut up. I just want mm-hmm. to watch the movies. So. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. That's my big thing about people shutting up. But I I'd probably go to the movies by myself. I have no problem with that. Um, I know just the other day, like Clive Barker, I absolutely love him too. And my favorite all time scary movie ever is Nightbreed. I can watch it all the time. I love it. The book was really good too. It was really well done. And I remember posting on Facebook not too long ago, cooking my meat by watching some Nightbreed. So I'm, I'm cooking dinner for everybody watching Nightbreed on TV. I was like, I don't know if it's, if it's sick or not, but I was getting into it. It's my favorite movie. I love that movie. Wow, one. so when you were doing
0: that, what were people thinking? Did people respond to you going, why? Yeah,
1: no, no. The, the group of friends that we hang out with, they're all like, hell yeah, that's a good movie, and yep, why I'm cooking meat.
0: Oh, I can I can, I can see your husband, Pete, he's having that weird look going, yep, that's my wife. Yeah,
1: yeah put it in a good way. Yeah, Pete, Pete would be
0: like, okay. I'm married to this, but you know, it's okay. You know, I got my yep. stuff. She got her stuff. She wants to watch horror, but with meat and all that. Uh-huh. That's all good. Just make sure we don't watch anything cannibalistic type of film while you're kicking <laughs> that meat.
1: <laughs> I just think that he's probably happy because I say I'm low maintenance of a woman, jeans and t shirt. Because I save all my money for comics and things like that, so it works out well.
0: That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Buying comics, uh, watching horror films, uh, Stephen King. Yep,
1: going to our cons. We've seen you at plenty of cons, too. Yeah. um, Mm
0: -hmm. I've met you, didn't I meet you at Horror Hound in Cincinnati?
1: No, it was it was through FGW first. Oh, yeah. well,
0: that was Future Great Wrestling, the independent wrestling show. But yeah, yeah and then mm-hmm. after that, I bumped into you at Horror Hound.
1: Yep, yep. We're both into cons, and yeah. and I volunteer at all those Comic Con, uh, Horror Hound, any ones that I can you know get to. It's a really good experience.
0: So when you like volunteered at Horror Hound, which is run by Nathan mm-hmm. and his cousin. Um, so, what was some of your most memorable moments being a volunteer at Whorehound? Did you like get to sit and work with any of the celebrities? Oh or? my
1: god! I wish I, I wish I remembered his name. Okay, um, I'm standing there directing people in by the doors, and um, checking wristbands, helping people with the wristbands, and I, and I get I get a tap on my hip, and I turn around and look, and it's it's the short guy with all the tattoos from Creep Show, American Horror Story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what you do? Oh
1: my god! I was like, uh, my mouth's wide open, and he he has his accent, and he actually asked me if he could smoke weed around here, and I said, uh no, it's illegal. He goes, all right then, and he turns around, he's like, see ya, and he walks away. That's it, and I was still just like, huh, I, okay. That just happened. <laughs> it was because it was a tap on my hip.
0: <laughs> and you're probably you're probably thinking it was some kind of little kid probably looking for his mommy or something. No, right? no I just I just turned
1: around because you see everything at those cons, everything. And it being Horror Hound, it was just like I was so super excited to see him. I wish I had my daughter there because I used to sneak her up. Um, at night to watch it with me, and that's the one that she really liked. So she would have been freaking out too.
0: I'll tell I'll tell you one funny story a bit about me when I went to Whorehound I met Linda Hamilton. You know mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, you know the Terminator. I was waiting in line, and she was being real friendly. She goes, "Come over here, here, give me a kiss." She gave me a full lip lock kiss on the lips. <laughs> I don't know if she was on something or not, but mm-hmm. hey, it was cool. Hey. It was cool getting kissed by you know Sarah Connor. Hey, I was cool with that. But she's like, she's like, come here, give me a kiss, and I was like, was thinking there was like, should I, should I not? And I was like, okay, I'll do it anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like being friendly with everybody. Uh-huh. That's
1: what's always good about those two, because I mean, I think we've had one bad experience, and that was with Christina Ricci that we didn't care for too much. But everybody has different opinions. About who they meet at, at cons and things, but I mean, C. Thomas Howell was my absolute favorite. Okay. Absolute favorite. And we went up to him and and I was just like, you know, they're sitting down. Those are the good tables when you don't have to go next next and yeah. take a picture and they push yeah. you along. Yeah. But I love the autograph tables and photo booths. And I went up to him. I was like, you know, my son really loves you. And he said the remake of Red Dawn sucked. And um, he goes are you serious? He goes, I think so too. And, um, and he's like, that's so cool. He's like, really? I was like, outsiders, he loves outsiders too. He read the book in school and he loves the movie. And so he just grabs after we, we paid for our ours and everything and he grabs one and he asks me my son's name and writes it out. He's like, you give that to him. And I was like, okay. And he's like, let's make him jealous, too. So, he hands my husband the camera, just grabs me in, and I we've posted that picture of him and I together. Yeah, right I
0: did. Yeah, I posted yeah. it on our Facebook page. That was pretty cool. Right.
1: It, he was so super nice.
0: It, it, the sweetest it, guy ever. When he, like, hugged you like that, it seemed like you guys, like, knew each other for years.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. And it was funny because... uh I didn't know if he was saying, let's take a picture to make him jealous, if he was talking about my son or if he was talking about my husband, because he was holding the camera taking it. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Pete's over here going, okay. <laughs> he, he, what was he Pete's look? Oh, did he Pete was just his?
1: laughing. He was just laughing, smiling. <laughs> so,
0: Pete probably got some of his share of his lips, and you're probably yeah, yeah. going, Okay. Mm-hmm. I forget that big hug from C. Thomas Howe. I guess oh, yeah. he can. Oh yeah, hug Christina or...
1: Ricci was his thing. I stayed in line with him. I love her too. I love all of her movies too. But you know, that's almost every boy's crush back in the day, or even still to this day. You had to have at least had a crush on her because she's gorgeous. Even as Wednesday Adams, she was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay to have your crushes. Hey,
0: there, hey like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. At all. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's like, <laughs> why not, man? Um, so, um, since you're a big Stephen King fan and, you know, like horror films, I like all types of horrors. Mm-hmm. Is there other genres of horrors you really got into that you kind of watch and you're like, what What did I... It's like, what was I watching, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I think in a good way, though. I mean, a lot of people probably couldn't put it in the category of horror, mm-hmm. but I love M. Night Shyamalan, everything that he does. He's got a twisted sense um, direction for all of his movies, like every single one—Six Sense, The Village, Signs, things like that. I mean, it, it, it's really pushing pushing the line. If you want to put it in the category, is kind of—I call it bubblegum. You know, like bubblegum horror. You know, getting <laughs> really close to
0: it. Okay, just bubblegum horror. Yeah, just you
1: know, just right there at the edge. I mean, he had a way of of making everything in the village so mysterious. By the time you've seen what the creatures really looked like in the shed and everything, sorry if you haven't seen that movie yet, but, I mean, you're like, really? It, it didn't look like anything, but that's, you know, that's one of the things that gets you scared. You know, it keeps you coming back for more, that, that feeling and that, that intensity of waiting for something to pop out or happen, and, and he did a really, really good job. Of of turning you every single way and not ever figuring out what the ending's going to be at the end of them.
0: Yeah, most of his movies like that keep you a guest, and then sometimes mm-hmm. they're really good, and sometimes they suck, though.
1: Yeah, Lady in the Water wasn't the greatest. It wasn't a very good turn, you know, of of the fairy tale of it. But it was pretty cool. The storyline was pretty cool. There's always those movies where they could you you think, man, I could have done better on that. You know. Yeah,
0: and yeah. then um, speaking of *M. Night Shyamalan*, um, my, one of my favorite directors is John Carpenter.
1: Yeah, that
0: guy's amazing. He mm-hmm. can direct anything. He goes sci-fi, horror, mm-hmm. drama, whatever. And the cool thing about his films is he does most of his own music, mm-hmm. which makes the film and he gets you like really invested in it. Mm-hmm. Of all the John, that's why I loved *Halloween* so much. Yeah, there was like no CGI. He mm-hmm. just messed with your mind, and you just got you got into it with the music and everything. Of Michael Myers, you know, you're like, oh crap, you know. Yeah. So I think some horror movies are great without CGI. I mean, yep. you can just get messed in her head and stuff, and uh, yeah, John Carpenter's great. And then another great film of his I really enjoyed was Big Trouble in Little China. Well, I know duh. you like. Yeah. I know you I know. like that. <laughs> I always want to watch
1: it. Yeah, we try to get the kids into watching those kind of movies so they knew our our childhood and and, and what we came around and. You know, Do they
0: watch it?
1: They have not watched that one yet.
0: They didn't watch Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express.
1: I know, I know. What? It, most of the time, it's hard to get them to sit still. You know, I mean, but yes, that that's on the list.
0: Uh, have um, they have they at least seen Roddy Piper's Day Live?
1: Probably not. No, no. I'm telling you, these kids don't know anything these days about anything good. Just all they know is a computer screen to the face.
0: Yeah, and most like the young kids today, you know. Will watch a movie, but they don't really care about the media where they want to have a physical copy, right. like us. I like to have a physical copy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stream it and just forget about it. Right. You know, right. it just seems like everything's going on streaming. That's how the reason why the video stores are dead. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I missed the video store. Um, when you were growing up, um, what was your favorite video store? Um, mine was Video Zone. And I remember I would always go straight to the horror section. Mm -hmm. And you know how they, um, back in the day, where the low budget companies would just do the made for DVD movies? And you would always look at the awesome art covers like, (laughs) this looks pretty cool. You know, Top about? It's a cool cover. You take it home and you're like, this was lame.
1: Yeah, right. Well, stop. Start reading the backs of it. And not just looking at the front.
0: I know. Yeah. And you're like, what? Okay. This is horrible. But, yeah. But I know you did that, too. Mm-hmm. I think everybody did.
1: Yep, yep. I used to have a a little pizza shop. But it, it wasn't just, you know, I'd go there to get a pizza. And then they'd have the movie rental store there, too. Mm-hmm. And it was a small town. So, you know, they had a, a lot of movies. But, man, you, you could never get them. But you would still wait in line or put your little name on that list for next in line for it and then you'd wait and it'd be so exciting when you got the phone call that it was your turn to have it.
0: So you, you know? were in there and you had everybody hating on you because that happened to me. I'm
1: next in line. Yeah, so uh, back in the
0: day, I, you know, you know, I'm old I, I'm old school from back in the day. Um, before I had the VHS, I had a beta. Mm-hmm. So when you go into the video store, they always had like four VHSs and like one beta. <laughs> so I would have to get there early to try to snag that copy before anybody else is uh-huh. and then they'll be staring at someone. I was like, don't you be grabbing that that beta on horror, that horror film on beta that's that's my movie
1: see i've never watched anything on that see i didn't I was just so, I, I remember getting my first CD at Kmart, so you no know, telling about your A-tracks. You're probably older than I am.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm I'm 47. Okay, but, there you go. Yeah, my mom, dad, my mom had an A-track. <laughs> I remember that, those big old, like, little fat tapes. Yeah, yeah. My mom had, like, an interesting collection. It went from, like, uh, the Beatles, the Monkees, mm-hmm. to the Carpenters, yeah. to Kenny Rogers, and I'm like, that's, like, a real interesting selection you got there, Mom. <laughs> 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 and I'm sitting there going, Okay
1: <laughs> Yeah, there's I mean, there's been plenty of time lately to watch all different kinds of stuff on T V, so I'm catching up. I'm I'm not as far into all these tons and tons of series like you are. But I just got done with Lucifer, which was excellent.
0: Was it the and, new series? Uh, was yes, it the new season?
1: Yes, and I watched it all in like two days.
0: How how was it? Um I, I watched the starting of it and then mm-hmm. I lost interest of in it. And people are going to be listening, going, "What? That's a good series." Yeah. And um, I met Tom Ellis who mm-hmm. plays Lucifer over in uh, over up in the uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Very nice guy, man. That guy yeah. was. He seems
1: like he would be. Like, oh,
0: very genuine, man. Mm-hmm. He w- He took his time where he met everybody. He That's was like cool. He was like real cool, you know. He was like he wasn't like one of those. You know how you have some of those celebrities to set the table. They want to be. They don't want to be there, but they want to make that money. Yep. Or like sitting. Mm-hmm. In. He just like took his time. He, oh, he was just so smooth. And yeah, um, I went and saw his panel where he's talking about Lucifer and all that. Since you watched the Arrowverse, you know as well. You know like mm-hmm. Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. Remember when they had Crisis and Tom Ellis Lucifer showed up okay. and he was talking to Constantine? Mm-hmm. Man, I was screaming like a little schoolgirl. Man, <laughs> Constantine and Lucifer in the Arrowverse. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, wow. I just
1: say, I was so mad because I watched the last episode last night and I didn't realize that I had watched so many of them. And I was like, did it just say wait for new episodes? I was like, how many did I watch? I was like, oh man, now I have nothing to watch.
0: <laughs> so, oh, so is that the one you were talking about? Lucifer?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. New season.
0: Yeah. I need to pop back in there. And then lately on Netflix, um, since there's hardly anything due because of the COVID-19, yeah. I've been so bored because I can't go to conventions, I can't travel,
1: yeah.
0: um, so I've been watching all types of movies, you know, like horror and stuff, and then um, I watched that whole brand new reboot of Unsolved Mysteries.
1: Yep, so did I.
0: Um, I love Unsolved Mysteries, I love the ones Robert said, but the, but the new reboot's pretty good too.
1: Yeah, I just miss the voiceovers. You know, I miss I miss the talking at the beginning, the little tidbits about oh, what's going on and everything. But it's it was really good.
0: I, I'm waiting for the sec. The second half should be yeah. coming on. So, of the first half, which of Unsolved Mysteries was your favorite episode? You liked of the first eight?
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe the one for the UFO. Okay.
0: Oh, you so, oh you yeah. were talking about the UFO and Bigfoot.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, hey, you haven't seen them. You never know.
0: Or what about that one woman? She was like married to that guy with her three daughters, mm-hmm. and then she ends up killing him. And then mm-hmm. her older daughter is like going all, and then she, and then she like mysteriously disappeared and like took her kid. That's some messed up stuff, man. Uh,
1: yeah, that's we tell the kids, man. You got to watch out because there's some crazies.
0: Oh Shoot, there's some crazies out there. Your I neighbor, know. your neighbor could be a cannibal. You wouldn't even know.
1: Well, yeah, it, in their garage sales that's all they do is put garage sale stuff out. So more than likely, yes. I will be one of those people who are like, I told them she was creepy. And yep. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I bet you were. They probably look at they probably look at you over here going. They probably think you're creepy too. <laughs> they're just
1: mad cuz they don't get invited to our parties.
0: Well, your parties are usually fun. I've been to <laughs> I've been to a couple of them. And they're, they're I mean, they're pretty they're pretty
1: badass, man. Hey, but they're they're parent badass. So they're still tasteful, I say.
0: Yeah, it's tasteful, it's fun.
1: There's a little a little beer pong. There's nothing wrong with Here's that. There's a
0: little beer pong and you get to watch a little movie here and they out, <laughs> out in your backyard on that big old screen. It's
1: the craziest that us parents can get. So, you know, without children's services or something. um mm-hmm. I'm also
0: I'm also a big fan of the Halloween season. Yeah. So um what do you think's gonna happen since during the whole COVID nineteen you think there's gonna be kids still trick or treating?
1: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, no matter what, who's really going to go out and stop people? Stop kids. You're going to stop and yell at kids for trick-or-treating, for being outside. I get it. They're got, Most of them are going to have masks on anyway, so they're already halfway there, you know? I mean, if the kids really want to and they have to, put on mask. I mean, I'm still going to do trick-or-treating.
0: Because,
1: <laughs> you know, we're still going to have our Halloween party, too. So...
0: Oh, so you're going to have your Halloween party, so what are you going to be dressed up as?
1: Oh, well, you can't tell. What? And we got to do this couples, couples costumes, but it will be better than our Wayne's World ones from last year. Number The one, Wayne's yes. World one
0: was cool. You first guys look place. good.
1: First place winner, remember.
0: Yeah, you guys won the first place. <laughs> the Wayne's World was cool. I'm dying to see what you do next. I mean, oh, yeah. I always like dressing up for Halloween too, man. Yep. You mm-hmm. can know. I wonder what Gary's can be dressing up. You know how Gary's, you know, is a big Michael Myers fan, yeah. and remember how he dressed up as Michael Myers?
1: Yeah, well, he's got this whole, you know, promo thing going, and the pictures of him with the box, so
0: Oh maybe yeah.
1: that's a little, a little clue of what he's going to be. Or he could come out being a cheerleader. You never know. <laughs> or something.
0: So, uh, what do you think of horror today compared to the horror back in the day, from like the early seventies and eighties?
1: Uh, you know, I really think I like like the eighties a lot better. Like, like I said, you know, like night Nightbreed so much, and they really put their hands in on the makeup, on the acting. There wasn't a lot of special crazy effects back then, so it, it, it drew you more into the story more than you know the explosion going off here and there, and 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 you got more of a story, with, you know, with it. The stuff that we have now is awesome. It's great. I love comparing remakes, and I get upset when they're not as good.
0: So, but. of of the remakes and reboots of horror, mm-hmm. um, w- uh, which horror film do you think did the best uh, remake? Mm-hmm. In your opinion. Some of them were bad.
1: Yeah. So you're gonna have to ask me that one. <laughs> and okay. You know they they're redoing the creep shows and stuff. Okay? I
0: enjoyed the creep show I, series on Shudder.
1: I did, but maybe it's just I like the old the original ones better because that's my childhood. Oh yeah. You know, so I'm thinking sitting there on the floor. You know, watching, waiting for it every single weekend. You know, you got one episode, you got to wait a whole week for another one. But now they've got them all on one, and and, and it's just not as nostalgic, but at the same time, I guess, yeah, it is. If you're
0: going to go back there, during the 80s and early 90s, I used to remember when uh, syndicated shows were real popular. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to sit and watch like... uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. which was on USA Good Series, I'd watch that. I would watch Monsters, Tales mm-hmm. from the Dark Side. Oh
1: yeah, I absolutely love that. Um,
0: Freddy's Nightmares, yeah. and then when they did the and I love the whole reboot of the Outer Limits he did in the mm-hmm. early '90s on Showtime. Um, I wish he would go back and make some great shows like that. I mean, they've rebooted mm-hmm. the same thing over and it's just not the same. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, like the X Files.
0: Oh, I love the X-Files. I
1: love the X-Files, but I just couldn't get into it. Really? Yeah, maybe I just... Sometimes I need to just sit there and be by myself watching it. You know, if I have kids or something running around me, I just don't have my attention span the greatest anymore being old.
0: Yeah, by watching the (laughs) X-Files with Mulder and Scully, they -hmm. got me more into, you know cryptology mm-hmm. and urban legends and stuff, yep. you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, like UFOs and, yep. um, that, and it also got me into the paranormal, you know, so I'm always trying to, you know, go to like haunted places and, but I always debunk stuff too, because sometimes no. you think you can get something, sometimes you don't, you know what I mean? Right, right. And, uh, I'm all into that, and that's, that's because of, uh, X-Files, man. Yeah. Gotta blame X-Files.
1: Yeah, and then my thing was, I remember talking to, Gary, um, A. K. A. Eric Fallen.
0: Oh, you mean <laughs> yeah. Eric Paranormal Fallen. There you go. He was the paranormal. We're gonna have
1: a field trip with him.
0: I know. He was telling me about that. Um he has a buddy that's a paranormal yes. uh, mm-hmm. parapsychologist, you know. It's gonna be interesting. I wonder where it's gonna be. He invited anywhere. Yeah, he invited me to the last one. I wasn't able to make it. I don't know if you went to their no, last I didn't, investigation. No, I
1: didn't get to go. No, I I, I told my husband that yes we definitely should but i was talking to him and when he's the one that made up our logo for us which he did a great job but i said is that the crypt keeper in there and pumpkin head above him and he said yes i said oh it's him that he's my twin brother when it comes to that stuff it <laughs> is it's weird because when
0: you're with gary or we can call him the paranormal fallen yeah you guys are like Peas and carrots. I mean, like, talking about horror. You guys, you guys have that, like, in sync. It's like, Gary's like, let's do this, you know. No, let's make this even more creepier. Gary's like, and then Gary's like, okay, I can make that a little bit creepier. <laughs> yeah, and
1: he said, uh, I was like, man, that was, my, that was my absolute favorite, Tales from the Crypt. I collect the comics, the original comics. And he said, I think, he's like, just think, we were sitting around at the same time, some, you know, watching episodes somewhere. And I thought that was cool. I was like, yeah, we're old. <laughs> yeah, those, those
0: comics were great. They had a They're lot. Of, they had a lot of uh, great horror comics back in the day. Mm-hmm. Even you know, Marvel had some great horror. It's it's a shame they don't do more horror comics. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. they do some here and there. It's just not like how it was, you know, like mm-hmm. your uh, tales from the crypt or you know, the crypt keeper comics. Yeah. I used to read those too. And when I was a little kid, when I read those, those scared the heck out of me, man. Yeah, I would have good. to sleep with a nightlight on after mm-hmm. I read a comic. I mean, I was like eight years old, you know, mm-hmm. reading this like horror you know comic and my mom's like you should be reading this if you complain you're always having nightmares and i was you like, can't
1: stop i know I'm sitting there going, <laughs> it's like this
0: is like i gotta watch it i gotta watch it i gotta watch it i gotta read it i mm-hmm. gotta read it and uh i know i i just love i just love horror and the cool thing about horror is the whole horror community is cool yep you know of all genres, there's no judging. There's no nothing. It's just like one big nope. happy family, you know.
1: Yep. Nope. There's nobody. It's not like in high school where you had all those those snotty snooty girls making fun of you because you're wearing all black and you know you like drawing art and stuff like that. I mean, I, I, I love it. I mean, you go there and the first time I ever uh, worked at Comic Con. Um, what was your experience was like great. that? Everybody was great. I mean, they had you stand up if it was your first time, and it was all like, hi, Nicole. You know, like that.
0: So you're, ta- <laughs> you're, ta- you're, you're talking about hounds?
1: Yeah, we're doing both. Everybody, because everybody does it. Since it's around here, you got Sharonville, then you got Cincinnati up there. They all work. Everybody works at both of them.
0: Yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, you're yep. talking about whorehound and Cincinnati Comic Expo. Yes,
1: yes, yep. I mean, it it was great. I mean, they threw themselves right in there. You were all friends with everybody. Doesn't matter what you look like, what you had on, you know, uh, anything like that. And everybody, all the actors walking around, they they appreciated that you were a volunteer. You know, the vendors, they they give you a special discounts and everything. And if you go there dressed up, <clears throat> you you know that you're accepted no matter what and you're going to have pictures with people taking of you and getting together with you and you know if you if you ever feel like you don't have friends or anything like that, you just go there dressed up because everybody's going to want pictures with you and then you you meet a lot of people.
0: You do. You don't have to dress up. I can yeah. go to different horror conventions and um, mm-hmm. after the sh- you know after the convention's over we all go for drinks or whatever. And, right. and it's cool. Like I said, it's one big happy family. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. every horror convention I go to, it's like, hey Robin, what's up? Yeah,
1: and that's cool. And,
0: you know, and I'm real hard with remember names but I remember faces. I'll be like, right. oh yeah.
1: Yep. You're, that's you're exactly. It's like,
0: mm-hmm. you're the one I met at Flashback Weekend over in Chicago.
1: Right, right. Or,
0: uh, you're the one I met at Whorehound in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, remember me? Yeah, we were, we were, yeah, we were talking about Elm Street movies, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's your thoughts on that? And
1: like Toby Long, to- meeting him.
0: Oh yeah, let's talk about yeah. good old Toby Long from uh, Slash's Graveyard Tales.
1: Yes, and his awesome
0: Foxy Roxy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Toby's really cool. Um, how I met Toby Long from you know Slash's Graveyard Tales. I mean, he has his own show, yep. mm-hmm. the Monster Channel, and I think it's also on Roku.
1: Yes, on the Roku channel. And he has like, like a so.
0: huge following too. Mm-hmm. So how I met Toby was this was funny. Um, I just hit him up one time because um, I had a I have a, a paranormal podcast too because I know a lot of people in the paranormal field. Um, yeah, so if you get a chance, I'll have to let you play some of my episodes and stuff. And, and it's like a trip. So I started interviewing Toby, and that's how we became friends. Mm-hmm. And then, after that, I met him at one of the horror conventions. I mean, he was real busy. You know, he was dressed as Slash. Yep. And, you know, he, him Had and Had that Ross. awesome
1: jacket on. Oh. You gotta, you gotta <laughs>
0: love Slash's awesome yes, jacket, Yes, I know. Man. I
1: love it. That's how I met him, and how about he,
0: his jacket. And how he does his howl. Yeah. You do his how?
1: How? Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: I could have sworn I was talking to Toby Whatever. Long. <laughs> or Foxy Roxy. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, Slash's Graveyard Tales is cool because it kind of reminds you of, I don't know if you grew up, did you ever have one of those like horror hosts? Yes. Back in the day, you would stay up like yep, at, mid- night, yep. yeah, at midnight. Yeah, drive midnight and they'd yep. be like those cheesy jokes, you mm-hmm. know. Um, where I grew up, we didn't have nothing like that, but we, we had Elvira, Mistress yep. of Dark um, on Sunday. Yeah, syndicated she show.
1: is the woman. Yep. Yeah,
0: um, she was um, did her shows back in the day at KTLA in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And every Sunday she was always live in her little cheesy, you know, like oh, jokes. Yeah. And she would show all those British horror. She's the one that got me in the Hammer Horror. I love Hammer Horror, man. Peter Cushing, uh, you know, uh, Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. Man, Hammer Horror is the best, man. Yeah. Christopher Lee, by far is the most badass Dracula I mean there's some other good drafts out there but Christopher Lee man just nailed that, tea, <laughs> that don't get me wrong Bella Ghost was cool too yeah. I mean you know I liked his movie too but Christopher Lee man gosh all those movies he did you know from playing a vampire mm-hmm. being in the howling he did everything he was in the Lord of the Ring movies Yeah, he was in Star Wars I mean it's he's like he's one of
1: those people that you can see even when he was, you know, in teenagers and he just kept going up and up and up and up all all over the place. He's in everything.
0: Oh, uh, one of my favorite movies of his was the wicker the wicker man. Yeah. I'm not talking about the, you know, Nicolas Cage Cajun. one. I'm, I'm talking about the original one. That was some messed up stuff, man. Yeah,
1: I'm going to have to watch that one.
0: Oh my gosh, that was great. Yeah. It it blows the reboot with the Nicolas Cage one away. Oh, Way man, yeah. Christopher Lee is just so twisted. I, it's a shame he's dead now. I wish I would have got a chance to meet him. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'd pick his brain, dude. Yeah, he'd probably get tired of me. He's like, "Are you done? I need to go. I need to go do something else." <laughs> like, I'm not done, Mister Christopher Lee. Can I ask you some more questions? Yeah, yeah, and, I, yeah. yeah. and and another thing was great too. I got into all the you know gothic horror back in the early seventies. You know, yeah, like Dario Argento. Um, he had some good films from the seventies too. You know, like uh, one of the movies that got me into his films was the original Suspiria. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Oh, you need to check that out. I guess so. It's about this American student that goes to this uh, ballet school that's run by witches.
1: Oh, cool! I I dig that.
0: And and yep. and the whole thing. The cool thing about it is. Dura Argento Placed with your mind In the movie And the music Blends into it To make it like So
1: it's really Yeah
0: And then they did a, uh, a remake You don't want to see The remake The remake was horrible Yeah should, But Suspiria Oh my gosh man Especially the part When um, One of the ballerinas You know Is trying to you know, try to you know Get away and stuff And you see this ballerina Flying through The stained glass window Like hung off a noose
1: Oh crap Yeah Oh. Okay, I'm going to have to check it out, and we're going to be checking out The Shed.
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing another episode on The Shed. We're going to do yep. a review on that mm-hmm. about a vampire living in this kid's shed.
1: Yeah, it looked, it looked really good since I had to get my shutter started again because I love wa- having you know all horror movies right there to watch, even all the... The documentaries behind it. So we're going to do some crazy episodes where we dig into stuff like that, too. The
0: Shed was good. There was another movie on um, Shudder. It looks pretty good. Um, it's about this uh, comic creator. He created this comic of, of the Slasher Man. Okay. And he got, like, the stories from people who were killed by that serial killer. All right. And he made him into, like, a a superhero comic, but it was, like, real horror, and it was real big. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, he wanted to finish his last comic because he wanted to get out of there. And the cool thing is, so him and his girlfriend and his buddy and his girlfriend decided to take a road trip, you know, they went to go do some interviews to his comic, and they were going to go to the New York Comic Con. Yeah. And so through the whole trip, that same serial killer is following them, and he's, like, killing people after, you know, they're around them, you know, talking to him. Right behind the killing, slashing. <laughs> so we definitely got to watch that horror and comic books, man. Yeah, I know, Cereal, right? Serial killing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That th- yep. that
0: sounds like a wild movie. And I, and we'll also do a, re- a, um, a review on a couple movies too, of spaghetti westerns. You know how I've been Oh those... yeah,
1: because you've been talking about spaghetti westerns, so you're gonna yeah. end up making me have to watch one. These now.
0: Spaghetti, these spaghetti, Italian spaghetti westerns are like really bloody. I mean, I mean, <laughs> these guys get bloody. I'm not talking about Django and Chain, I'm talking about the original Django and the mm-hmm. original Django uh, Where's Your coffin, man. Yeah. These are just some great intense revenge westerns. Blood everything. And you'll be like, What did we just watch, man? And <laughs> <laughs> you think horror's like real bloody. Um Wait till I get you to some uh, spaghetti westerns, and I'm not talking about like the Clint Eastwood, you know, yeah. ones or like the or Once Upon a Time in the West, the real popular ones. I'm talking about the the beef flick ones, the real shoot 'em up, bloody, okay. great story.
1: I'll give it a try
0: because <laughs> you know we're going to do a review on that. <laughs> I mean, there's so much we can review, and I'm also on this podcast. We also going to be a lot talking about a lot of stuff. What we like our geek passions and pop culture, right? Right. And you know, and on our page, of course, we've been posting more horror stuff and getting more like yep. traffic. I'm, I'm
1: going to start posting my comic books and my pop figures.
0: You should. We need to push that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. great. We got like a huge, you know, horror base. Yeah. And mm-hmm. our Facebook page has just been. Add-in, add-in. Just people can right. We got, like, people like our page, and we got a lot of followers, too.
1: Yep. Yep. So we got to do a little bit of everything so everybody can join in.
0: Yeah. That's why we we're making our podcast different. Of course, we'll talk about our love of horror, but mm-hmm. we'll also talk about our love of pulp culture, too. Oh,
1: yeah. We got to have our Back to the Future discussion and, you know, all that yeah. kind of great stuff.
0: So. And also, we'll, we'll have to have a little talk about... When Saturday morning cartoons is cool and why why it got destroyed, which made me mad after the early 90s.
1: Yeah, and hopefully at some time, we'll have the whole episode for the Guinness World Records.
0: Oh, that's right, because you, you, uh, um, tell our listeners about your uh, Guinness Book of World Records that we'll be doing the episode and video of. Tell tell them what's happening. Yeah, so...
1: I was just seeing a video, <clears throat> I love my tattoos and I seen a video of a guy back, I believe it was 2008, he he beat the world record for the most Marvel tattoos on his body. So, he's held that for a while and he's got 34 lives in canada okay um so we're at we had to put the application in it took about eight weeks for them because they actually have to go through it and and approve for you to start going towards breaking this record so it took us a second but but we got our packet in and and they approved us to start doing it and we're at 30 tattoos right now um so we're just doing all outlines right now but as soon as i get down to that final one um we're hoping to do that last one at Future Great Comics here in Hamilton, Ohio, and uh, where people can come and and possibly have you know a discount on their shopping there and support a local business and and our friend uh, Brian Levick, and um, just have some fun and break a record and. and and have some of our friends involved in it so
0: That's going to be pretty cool cuz I love your tattoos. You're covered everywhere. Yeah. Legs, arm, body. You got so many Marvel tattoos. <laughs> it just amazes me, you know. I'm yeah, like Yeah, it's
1: fun. I've been able to handle it so far. So, yeah. We've got total legs and hips, so I've got my back now to go for.
0: So. And me, I just wanna just get a straight D <laughs> C comic, you know, uh-huh. arm. So far I got like Swamp Thing, but I'm gonna get like Constantine by Swamp Thing. Right, right. And then I'll probably get, you know, Death from Sandman on yeah. there and And uh, you
1: have your awesome Johnny Bravo one you just got. That too. Johnny
0: Bravo tattoo's awesome and yep. you gotta love Johnny Bravo. Yeah, Johnny Bravo's absolutely. smooth.
1: So, see, that's another one for us in one of our conversations that we we'll had. And have.
0: speaking of Johnny Bravo, one of my favorite episodes of his was where he met the Scooby gang where he went to the haunted mm-hmm. house. That was just so funny, man.
1: I'm telling you, Scooby-Doo met everybody.
0: Scooby-Doo. I want to tell you something about Scooby. Scooby-Doo rocks, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't let him fool you about him being scared. He's not scared. It's just all an act, man. Oh, Yeah. And and you know the real reason why they're eating uh-huh. those Scooby snacks, it's not because you know the you know you know they get the munchies from smoking a quick little doobie here and there. Yeah, I mean but
1: maybe it was like they're Ritalin or something. I mean, mm-hmm. if
0: I was hanging out with Shag and Scoob too in the haunted house, I'd be smoking. <laughs> the, I'd be smoking the big fat blunt too. If, if
1: I'm gonna die, <laughs> it's like this. Might
0: as well smoke a big fat blunt. Yeah,
1: I'm going out happy.
0: Yeah. So I don't know about. Velma or Daphne, if they're just like mm-hmm. really close or just friends or not and is is Fred jealous or what? Mm-hmm. I just don't know about that. Can't figure that
1: out. Or they're just all swinging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I mean, Fred's wearing an ascot yeah, for by. Hey. I mean, I mean, and then Shaggy and Scooby are just eating, you know, like hallucinating. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, yeah and, then don't the, care. and those guys are—we're like, gonna go over here and see ghosts. You know what they're really doing? They're not really looking for ghosts right now. <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy's the one getting chased by the ghosts. They're back there doing who knows Whatever. what, and they're running around acting like they're scared too. Man. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool to have a little Scooby episode, talk about the evolve of Scooby-Doo.
1: Yeah, and all the all the places that they pop up. Okay. Yeah. There's tons of places. Yep.
0: All the all the tens haunted houses, man. I, like I said, they've met everybody.
1: Yep. Yep, we're coming close to Halloween, so we'll we'll get we everybody need involved. to do
0: we'll, we'll also need to do a Halloween episode too. Mm-hmm. Talk about our love for Halloween and some of our memorable moments and crazy stuff when you were kids, you know. Like back in the day, you know. When we were young, back, you know, you're around during my time, um, you can walk around the neighborhood and not worry about being kidnapped. No, nope, absolutely. You can not. go by yeah. yourself. I remember you used to have like a big pillowcase full of candy yep. and up there would be like carrying away, and you didn't have to worry about nothing. You know, no one didn't really bother you. Nowadays, you can't you can't have a kid walking by himself because he'll get yeah. swiped. Yeah,
1: I grew up in the creepiest area <laughs> grew, ever.
0: Creepiest area, yeah, really? Cause
1: I was out in the middle of the country, nowhere. I mean, in my double-wide trailer growing up, just fields everywhere. And I knew every other summer, one one summer it would be beans around my house, and the next summer it would be corn. So you know what I always freaked out about and thought about. The corn fields just wrapped around my whole house.
0: What, just were you, on
1: every side.
0: So at nighttime, was it freaky to look at it when it was like deep yes. night? Were you afraid that Malachi was going to come yes. out? Yes,
1: constantly. And you know what? I love those movies. I remember being at All Night Skates and that was the movie that they played on Halloween.
0: So since you had all these so when you have all these cornfields around your little double wide trailer mm-hmm. did you ever like like get like have like weird scary thoughts in your head like if someone's like watching you or I
1: mean you know you did you were a kid. <laughs> yeah. So every but yeah I lived in the country there was nothing around me at all. And you know like like I told you before um just across from our field was, was a woods. And, of course, it had its urban legend. It was the legend of Holcomb Woods. And they actually, the, some of the kids that I grew up with that are now obviously men by now, but they just did a movie, The Legend of the Holcomb Woods. And, you know, that was something I grew up around, urban legends and that, that kind of thing. And hurry up and ride your bike through you know, you go through there through the woods, and there was one. It was just the craziest woods because it was like a, just a big square, just this weird patch of woods. And you'd ride, we'd ride our bike through it, and everybody had spray painted on the road because everybody's always there. But um, yeah, we'll definitely talk about some urban legends and things. that did we you grew ever, up Did you
0: ever? Did you ever? When you went out there, did you ever witness anything weird no. or anything? No?
1: no, no, I always stayed on the road, just. Went so right straight through. So
0: you weren't, like, kind of curious. Me, oh no, me, stupid nope. me, I'd be like, Oh, I'm just going to go nope. in there and see yeah. what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it
1: was it was more likely because, you know, you, when you have that you have that story in the back of your mind about things like that, and it freaks you out a little more. And so everything seems really weird and really eerie. And I remember riding my bike through it being young, and it just felt really weird because it wasn't nobody else around besides you on a bike and you're just riding on that road and it was just the weirdest feeling so we didn't have much to do so that's what we did
0: shoot where I grew up out in California I grew up in this uh, town uh, called Oildale and they had like the oil fields and then the uh, then they oil had the Kern River and um, we used to go down and party in the river um, down by the Kern River and stuff <clears throat> and you would see some weird shit too from from Satanists to witchcraft to anything man out there too you know you know, there's... There's some
1: crazy people, and usually when it's in the woods, it's because people are bored and they're figuring out stuff to do, so they stumble upon some crazy shit like witchcraft, because we all live out in the country.
0: I'll tell you some. some that's one thing. I will, <laughs> I will not mess with this. Satanism and witchcraft, no way. <laughs> and don't get me near no Ouija board either, man.
1: Nope, I won't. Nope.
0: Ah, I'm cool. I
1: watch too many of those movies. Those Ouija
0: board movies, or yeah. Or The
1: Unfriend kind of movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or they have another Ouija board It's called Ouija Shark where someone messes with Ouija board, and it's a shark killing people from a Ouija board.
1: I'll pass. <laughs> I'll do all that. but Yeah, yeah I have a friend
0: named jo- uh, Joe uh, Copes and he watches the most fucked up horror movies. He gave me this one movie it's called Chaos and I haven't got a chance to watch it. He said it's one of the most fucked up because all the horror films he's giving me are like the real deranged, I mean real fucked up Excuse my language, but um, it, it's it's like r- weird stuff. You're like, what the hell just I watch? Why did I watch this?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it, it's some it's some creepy stuff, man. Joe just got a creepy horror side.
1: Yeah, it can't be anything scarier than the uh, you know Married at First Sight show that I watch, and my husband hates that show. So,
0: if we are gonna <laughs> speak of funny horror, let's talk about uh, George Hamilton and Love at First Bite.
1: Yeah, you know, I... I disco
0: music and Dracula. Come on! I didn't
1: watch that.
0: Oh my gosh! We, me, you, and Pete are gonna definitely watch it. You're gonna be <laughs> laughing, man. It's called Love at First Bite. George Hamilton. Wow. Okay. It's has disco music, Dracula, everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, a, sounds like the kind of. A, is it a TV series? You say?
0: No, it's just a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Okay. And after watch it, be like, "Wow, that was funny." <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was great. Um this has been a real great first podcast. I think so. And I hope everybody enjoys it. This is our first, you know, being to get being together on you know, co hosting each other on here. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Uh I hope you guys join us in our journey yeah. of some other episodes. And of course we'll do some videos when we go to conventions and mm-hmm. get some shots, some cosplayers and maybe, you know, talk to some, you got to support independent horror, man. Absolutely. Independent horror is the best way, and I know a couple independent horror directors, mm-hmm. you do as yeah. well. We'll, we'll, ha- we'll have some interviews in the future, some indie horror directors and actors, of course. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, that's pretty fun. Um, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. And you can follow um, Horror Pop After Midnight on Spreaker.com, Spotify, Apple Podcast. PodChaser, Google Podcasts, and we're going to be on iHeartRadio pretty soon. And also, you can follow us on Instagram at horror Horror Pop After Midnight. You can um, like our Facebook page Horror Pop After Midnight, and you can follow us on Twitter at Horror Pop After Night. Um, Is there anything else you want to say before we get off?
1: Hey, I'm I'm just excited to get this going and and see what everybody thinks, and we'll go from there. Yeah,
0: so what do you think about this being your first podcast ever? I mean, just getting on here.
1: Hey, it's just like a conversation between friends, talking about what we like and and pretty much what everybody else likes because the people that are listening to us are are the ones that are just like us
0: and a cool thing what we did we talked the mix of everything people are like what they went to this and this and this (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody have a great evening